All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Driven Live podcast. This is going to be awesome, as always. Um, as long as you are our moms, you'll probably think that. Um, <laughs> if you're not, that's okay. So my guest co-host, not guest, is Dr. Alfredo Petrani. And today, we're going to be talking about negative self-talk, right? Everything that we do that sabotages our own journey not everything but we'll talk about what happens you know between here and here sometimes we can be our worst enemy so um so if you struggle with that if you notice that if this is exciting for you please drop a comment and and just say hi so we know you're here and if you have any questions please drop them and we'll we'll happily answer them during this live podcast if you're watching the recording or listening to the recording something somewhere else um just, just uh, you know, drop us a, a like or something that really helps. So, Dr. Petroni has been coaching um, some clients, and uh, and and so tell me a little bit, Alfredo, of um, what sort of patterns do you notice? What usually happens that sets things like this in motion? So it's funny because it's probably one of the things I always talk about when like starting with a client um, is that we focus like really largely when we like screw up and so um i you know i noticed it a lot this weekend because it was a long weekend and so you know it's right. a very like <laughs> i think you know easy to like you know fall off track um and it, it could be a big one right because three-day weekend is a lot longer than a two-day weekend um and for a lot of us or many of us like took a four-day weekend um, so now you're like, you know, 60% of your week, um, it's, it's a big, it's, it could be a big fall off. And, um, you know, I think that like the biggest thing is like when you've been consistent for so long, or you, like, even if you've been consistent for like a week or two weeks of like your diet and exercise, you fall off for four days and your body like just kind of like, in like all regards, like you start to feel shitty, like, you know, you regret the choices that you made, you like, um, you know, you, your body just doesn't feel as good as it may have been feeling even in, in like a short amount of time. So I think that like, it just becomes like the, the new focus of like, oh, I've screwed up this whole, like my whole program, my whole life, everything has just been like screwed up now because I fell off track for like a good, a good portion of, of days, maybe in a row. And, um, and yeah, so, I, you know, I just find like, I'm always like trying to like remind people like, even if you did like a little bit more than you may have done in like a, a previous year, for example, that's a huge win because mm -hmm. your body is learning how to like make progress and how to recreate health. And like, so, you know, I think it's always about not focusing on the negatives, which we're just so hardwired to always like go right into that negative zone and not kind of, you know, look at the small wins or the small things. Um, yeah. I think, I think the, so, okay. So the, the, the one thing that really helps me, cause you know, I obviously, I, I remember being really overweight and, and yearning for that weight to come off. Right. right. But the biggest fundamental shift that there's been in my mindset is now I realize what I didn't know back then. Like back then I remember thinking, man, if somebody could sell me, I remember like literally thinking this, 
if somebody could sell me something and there was like a pill that I could just take and, and I, okay, this may get a little graphic, but I would look down and look at my belly and be like, and for this to be gone. And I, I remember asking myself, how much would it, how much would be too much to pay for that? And I remember like trying to think about it. I didn't have a cent in the bank, but I remember being like a thousand dollars. Nope. I would, I would figure it out. 5,000. Nope. I'd find them 10,000. Wow. I don't know how, but I would find them. So like, that's how bad I wanted to not feel the way I felt right now. So what I was yearning for back then was a result, Mm -hmm. right? And what I've learned now is that I just look at it very different. For me, I I value the process more than I value the result now. And I think that helps separate myself from, 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 from the ups and downs, right? Like, for example, think of it this way. If you step on the scale in the morning and the number moves in the right direction for you, depending on your goals. And that just absolutely gives you the highest high. You got to watch. You got to pay attention because that means that when inevitably you do the right thing and the scale moves (laughs) the wrong way, which is going to happen sooner or later, Mm -hmm. you're also going to have a massive low right so if you don't want the lows then you can't you can't get the highs right, right. so now it, it's i can't remember where i heard this but uh, someone said marry the process and divorce the results and that that helps a lot to realize why am i doing this for like what's the what's the goal at the end what's the end goal is it to get to a certain weight or is it to live healthy, happy, and in a, in, a, in a body that I feel good for the rest of my life. The goal is the rest of my life. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a game that won't end, right? I can't remember where, but I, I, I wrote yesterday that the, the, this is an infinite game, and the goal of the infinite game is not to win it. It's to stay in the game. It's to keep right. playing, right? Yeah. So, so when you can look at it like that, then, then you're going to be less prone to take those hits and those lows when things are not going your way. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we're right too. Like, because I think that was my my big mind shift as well. Like, in my like years of experience and just like my personal training was, it it didn't as much become about like, you know, I was I, I have to admit like I was never one for like the scale um, because I never really you know, paid as much attention to it. I was more about how my body like looked and I wanted it to mm-hmm. look a certain way and like, you know, have ripped abs and like, you know, whatever, like I thought the ideal man should look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, so I would always focus on that and then also like be really bad at comparing myself to others and being like, mm-hmm. well, why does this guy get like, especially my brother, cause like my brother, I'm a twin, right? And so my brother yeah. cannot put on weight if, if his life depended on it um and like he's got like 
you know, washboard abs and like every muscle is like super defined and like he barely like tries to work out and like doesn't even care about his nutrition. So, you know, I, you, you get comparing yourself to others and like, why does this person get to look like this? And I have to look like this. And, you know, I put all the work in and, you know, I still don't get the results that I want. Um, and, you know, that way of life was just draining. It was like mentally and emotionally draining because I always found myself like stressed and not good enough. Um, and, you know, you go down that kind of rabbit hole of like, well, I hate and like, I, and you start nitpicking, like, I hate this part and I hate this. Um, and, you know, I think I got to the point where I was just like exhausted of that, like stress to try and achieve something that like, you know, that was just like focused on the result. And I really started to bring it back to like, like you said, like love and enjoy the process. Um, and that's honestly, like I can wholeheartedly say like, that's really what I enjoy right now. Is like my exercise, um, more just looking at exercise, like my exercise is like, I just love going to the gym. I just love working out. Like in whatever regard that is, like even if it's like a run, like I hate running, I'm not a runner, but like even if I'm doing a run, like, you know, I enjoy like the whole process of it because I know like where, what it's doing for my body um, and where it's going to eventually like take me. And so I have fun with the process um, as opposed to kind of just like, you know, hating the process and wanting the end result. Um, and so it's, it's a very like, it's a very significant, I think, shift in like mindset um, to just really like start to have fun with it but then also like appreciate how amazing and um, like adaptable and strong and powerful our bodies are. Like I get to see a lot of in, in like my work where like, you know, I see it kind of the other end where bodies are like breaking down and, you know, right. a lot of like, you know, misuse and, and um, you know, I, like kind of like a mechanic, like trying to fix like an old car, like you kind of see these like great powerful machines and if we don't take care of them, they start to break down. Um, but they recover so quickly and they adapt so quickly and like giving your body that kind of like respect, um, it's huge because it's going to like, it's going to bring you places that like you can't even imagine right now, especially if you're only focused on like results, like what the scale said or like, you know, what my, measurements are and things like that i think yeah. that's all, they're all important to see how things are changing um and you know tracking and and having that kind of like objective measure right anything with like a number that we can like like track over time is data yeah we don't yeah. change that um yeah. but we need to put more i think significance on the like subjective things which are the things that we don't measure we can't measure you know how we feel um, if my clothes fit a little bit better, um, or feel a little bit better, like, I mean, I, I mean, maybe you can measure that, but like, those are more like how you feel and experience things. Um, yeah. and it's harder to keep those, I think, as like wins because we don't necessarily like, like we don't quantify them. So it's like, how do I quantify that? I felt good today after a workout. Um, especially when the scale's not moving, which is something that I can quantify. Um, and so I think like, you know, really kind of honing in on those, like, you know what, my body's fucking awesome. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, like, last year at this time, um, you know, if it were Labor Day weekend, like, I would have just, like, you know, 
gotten drunk and had drinks and right. whatever. But like this time, like, you know, maybe I, I maybe I still did that, but like I also added a hike in because I knew I was gonna yes. have my and you know, so that's like amazing. Like if you're like so much better than you were last year, like that's we can just continue down that progression, right? That's right. You know, uh, here's a good here's a good comment from Adam. He says, getting into a new routine is I find the hardest part for me. And that can be hard, but I think, you know what, Adam, perhaps setting different goals right from the get-go, you know, it getting into a new routine is hard because obviously there's momentum there and maybe you're trying to change too much too fast, right? So if, if for example, uh, we have a, we have a, I'm starting with a client tomorrow and, uh, and I asked him, you know, before your workout, I need you to do 15 minutes on the elliptical. And, uh, and he said, I'm going to do 30 minutes. And I said, and, and, you know, he's got big goals in terms of, of where he wants to be. He wants to make some big changes. And I was like, 15, like it, it it's the long term that matters here. I don't need you to crush it. Like, it's so easy for us to just get excited and be like, okay, I'm changing my life tomorrow. But right. we got to realize none of these None of these changes happen overnight. Nobody changes their changes their lives in an instant. It's it's maybe an instant that you decide, but then you got to take consistent action for a long time for that to really lead somewhere worth going. Right? I'll tell you guys. Uh, you know, I, so you you actually said this offer. So I've been doing. You know, you said when you're doing really well, and then you kind of go off. So. I've been doing really well. I've been tracking my food. I've been working out, uh, which is my normal. Uh, but then again, uh, yesterday I was like, ooh, I'm ready to like just kind of eat anything and everything I feel like. And that I did. I still tracked it because, because I love, like it's just super easy. And I, I'm always super curious, like what did I eat? How much did I eat? So I can tell you that yesterday I ate, Oh my god! I overate by three thousand calories. Now I'll show you my weight. I'll show you what happened. And uh, so here it is. I hope you guys can see this. It definitely is showing up, right? So I am, and I knew it too. When I was getting get on the scale this morning, I was like, my last win was one seventy nine. I was like, I feel like it's going to be one eighty three, and yeah. like bang on. Why would I be sad about that? Yeah. Why? Like I loved, I enjoyed, man, I ate, I had beer, I had homemade cookies. I thought of you because I know you like your 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 cookies. Um, I had two. Uh, I ate an entire um, uh, pizza, stuffed crust. Like now, now I'll tell you what, at the end of the day, I was like, hmm. I think I need to go for a walk. Like my body was like, okay, 80% of this was awesome. That last 20%, you probably could have done without. And that's why I was like, okay, I need to go for a walk. Like, <laughs> you know, it felt good for my body to move. But like, yeah. honestly, guys, the guilt associated with those decisions is completely unnecessary. Like, you can choose to just drop it. And and it's crazy when you realize that's why we fight it so much. We're like, 
What do you mean? I have no choice. I have to feel guilty. Do you? Says yeah. who? Yeah. It doesn't. So yeah. tell us, guys. Tell us in the comments if you um, how did you do this uh, this long weekend? Did you yeah. did you crush no. it or did you crush it? You know, Miguel, we're back to that like routine thing. Um, here's the two keys of that, like of anything that you can do that's going to benefit your health, consistency and frequency. Those are the two keys. And you said it already, like how, no matter how like consistently, or it always comes down to like how consistently you're doing things. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that consistency is actually the number one um, thing in my books. And then the second would be frequency. So how often are we doing something, right? If I only work out once a week, um, but I'm working out once a week consistently, that's okay. You'll get results right. at some point. I mean, they're going to be very guarded at, at once a week, or, you know, and then that's six days of not working, you know, but if you can commit to working out like three times a week, um, like of exercise and, or like three days a week of walking or, you know, whatever it might be, um, like that consistency and frequency, those are the two things that you have to keep in mind. Intensity can go out the window, especially yeah, if I agree. starting like a routine, like don't worry about like the intensity of the work that you're doing. Um, obviously the harder you work and you know, the more you sweat, like it'll burn more calories. But like, like you said, the guy that wanted to do a half hour instead of 15 minutes, that's getting in intensity involved. And we don't want to worry about intensity at first. We just need to worry about consistency and frequency until we've developed a routine. And, you know, exactly. they, they say like, what, what is it? Like 21 days to develop a new habit or whatever, 28 days. I don't know. Um, I don't know how, how true that is. I think it's going to vary from individual to individual. In my opinion, it's probably more like six weeks, 12 weeks kind of thing to develop new habits. Um, once you kind of have hit that like habit development and you're doing things very consistently and frequently, then I think it's okay to start looking at like intensity because your yeah, body might do that too, right? Like if you go from zero to 60 and you, you know, you haven't been on an elliptical before ever, and now you want to do 30 minutes every day, like your body's not going to respond well to that. It doesn't know how. Um, you may pull a muscle and yeah. now you're down for the count. You're down for the count, right? Um, yeah. you know, so I think keeping that in mind is an important thing is consistency, frequency, worry about intensity later. Yeah. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to habits, I think it, more important than the length of time that you want to, you know, put on the cover of the book is how many times, how frequently mm -hmm. did you perform that action over the course of time? For example, mm -hmm. if in, the, if in 21 days I work out every single day, yeah, by day 22, it's probably going to be very automatic. But if in those 21 days, I only worked out twice, yeah. the time went by, but that <laughs> guaranteed yeah. is not going to be a habit by then, right? right. Now, so, so now, mind you, when we're talking about, you know, self-sabotage and, 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 uh, and, and beating yourself down, it's the feelings that it's hard to, like, pin down, right? And, and they can feel so overpowering. Now, the, the reality is if we break it all down, you've got at the very top, you've got the, the, the facts, like the circumstances, the, what actually happened, right? And then come your thoughts about what happened. So, for example, I ate 5,000 calories yesterday, right? So there it is. I ate 5,000 calories yesterday. 
That is a fact. Do I have to feel bad about it? That's where I have a choice, right? So facts, then my thoughts about those facts and those I have control over. And based on those thoughts, which I have control over, then come our feelings. So it, but again, this is, this is the part where, you know, sometimes I've been there myself. So, so please know that sometimes you don't want to believe that, that it is in your hands to change it. Right. Because you feel like if it's in my hands, then are you saying there's something wrong with me? And we rather be right than, than get out of that place where we're stuck. So we'll defend the fact that there's nothing we can do about it. And if that's where you're at, I've been there myself and I understand how painful it is, but nothing anybody says is going to make sense to you, right? So, but that's how it happens. It's the facts, what actually happened, then your thoughts about what happened, then your feelings, those feelings then will dictate what kind of action you take and then comes the results. So, and then it's like a, like a loop, right? That just keeps on continuing. But if you realize, okay, there's the fact Miguel ate 5,000 calories. His thoughts about it was that was fun. But now, because that was my thought, the, there's no feeling of guilt. Mm -hmm. Right. And then comes the action of just getting right back on track. I already have my food planned for today. Like, look at this. So if I go to there, I already have my food planned and it's like bang on, right? It's all planned already for the day. I haven't started eating yet, but right. Why? Because there was no guilt associated with it. So if, if one thing you can take from this is at least to recognize that you do have a say about your thoughts, that's, and, and that's what dictates what happens next, right? Yeah. We've got a good, uh, we've got a good comment here from Heather. So let's put it on the screen. With going away for our anniversary, I definitely enjoyed some foods and some wine that on a normal day I wouldn't have done. But I was also very active. Multiple bike lessons, 24 kilometer road bike, wow, uh, walking and two online workouts as well. Scale was up a couple pounds today. That's okay. It'll be gone by the end of the week. Got to live still. Yes. 100%. See, another version of Heather could feel like, oh, man, this always happens. Uh, I've been trying so hard. And look, even though I was, I only had two glass of wine, not four, and the scale is up two pounds. Oh, man, I just can't get it together. It must not be for me to be healthy and fit and what, whatever. So I may as well, you know, go on and crush another bottle of wine today, you know? And yeah. It's that night. Yeah. And, you know, and she gets it too, right? Like um, when we're looking at things, like we can't look at it day by day, even like week by week, it it's like, it's better, but like even go further, like month by month and like year by year kind of thing. Um, and because that's where it really becomes like, yeah, she's completely right. I went up a little bit today, but she shouldn't be surprised by that. You know, right. she, you know, ate a, indulged a little bit more. We shouldn't be, and neither you shouldn't be surprised either, as it, as you weren't, right? Like you had five thousand calories in a day. Like that's a lot of food. I don't know how. I don't even know if I could eat. That I much. could. I could have. And and again, I didn't have my first meal till like 
2 p.m., 3 p.m. Yeah, so, like, of course, like, I think that, like, sometimes we get caught up in this idea that, like, um, you know, like, can we just, like, sneak it by, like, the the reality of it? Like, if I, like, indulge and eat all this food, like, uh, you know, can I sneak it by, like, the weigh-in and, like, maybe I'll actually lose weight? Like, you know, I, I a lot of times it's, um, it's kind of coming to the realization that, like, we just need to, like, set our expectations a little bit different than mm. maybe what they're set out in, in our head too, right? Like, um, it's like the person who, have you heard the story of like the person who like, everywhere I poke myself, it, it hurts. Uh, no. And then like, he goes to all these doctors and they check it, like they, I poke my shoulder and like, oh, checks the shoulder, shoulder's fine. Then goes to another doctor, I poke my knee and it hurts. You know, check the knee, that's okay. Poke my head, my head hurts, check the head, the head's okay. <laughs> Finally, there's a doctor and like text the finger. He broke his finger. So everybody's poking, it hurts. Oh, that's a good one. Right. So um, you know, it's it's kind of like I don't know where I was going with that. I feel like this that was a little bit of a different story. But setting anyway, your expectations. Setting your, yeah, setting your expectations or like finding the reality in the situation, right? Like um, if you're all if you're like if you're poking around and like look trying to like, well, why doesn't it hurt here? Or you know, like if you're eating like overindulging or you're not tracking or whatever, and then you gain weight, like it's not something to be surprised about, but it, yeah. like you said, like con you control your reaction to that. So, okay. Maybe feel sorry for yourself for, you know, a minute and then understand the reality and choose to change it or to, you know, choose to change your mindset. Cause I, what I always tell people is like, um, we have the power to like restart our day at any time of the day. So like, that's a good had, point. If you've had a crappy morning, or like, you know, you got in a, you had, you know, a bad interaction with a coworker or a client or whatever, um, like, why let that person or that situation, not even the person, but the situation, like, why let that defeat you for the rest of of your day? Mm. You know, you got twenty four hours in the day. Like, you can choose to restart it in here at any time that you want. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, a little bit easier said than done. I understand um but other times like give it a try um you know restart your day and see like even if you you know like imagine how like how good you're gonna feel if like you had the crappiest day ever and um you know it's like eight o'clock at night like you missed your workout your nutrition's been way off because your work was extra stressful today and like you know something exploded at work and there was a big thing with colleagues and coworkers. Imagine at like eight o'clock that night, you're just like, screw this. I'm going to restart my day. I'm going to go do my workout. Um, and you get like a workout in at eight o'clock. And then, you know, you get that little bit of like endorphin release and you start to feel better about your day. Like imagine how different that person's going to feel and like the lesson that they'll learn like neurologically and emotionally from something like that, as opposed to like, damn, I had a crappy day. Like, same situations, eight o'clock at night. I'm gonna go like eat a, a, a bring pint, on the booze, bring on the booze, a pint of ice cream. <laughs> like, like I earned this drink, um, yeah. you know. And I'm not saying that like sometimes you need that. Like I'm not here to judge and whatever. Yeah, yeah. like imagine you did the other way too. Every now and then, that's um, a good point. How like how amazing like your body will start to learn. Um, like imagine like working out became like the reward for your hard day. Um, that, that's how I, you know, that's how I do my workouts. I, I do my workouts at 6.45 every, every single day. Um, PM? 
p.m. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and you know it's um, sometimes it's late, but it's kind of like my like okay, I've accomplished everything I need to today, and so like boom, I'm gonna go do my workout. Um, and honestly, it does keep my nutrition a little bit better on track because I know if I don't eat well during the day, like I'm not gonna perform the way I want to in my workout. Right. Or there's also that like little bit of you know mind psychology for me. It works for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, here we've got a comment by Denise. Um, mind you, we can't see the little the little picture because of this platform that we're using, but. Um, she says, no, you don't have to feel bad. Turn it around and move forward. Be in the present and start fresh. Love it. Be aware of thoughts and that they are temporary. I tend to befriend my thoughts and chat with them and thank them. So I enjoy my present. Oh, that's awesome. You yeah. know, yeah, it's it's disassociating yourself from the thought, right? Yeah. It's, it's so easy to get caught up in our minds. How many times do we say, like, it's early in the day, whatever, 10 noon, whatever. And someone says, oh, I can already tell this is going to be a shitty day. Yeah. yeah. Like that right there is like, okay, stop, reset. And, and does it have to be a bad day? No, because it, it certainly doesn't. But if, if you are saying, all right, this is it. This is going to be my mindset for the day. And <laughs> you yeah. dig that flag into the ground. Then, of course, guaranteed, you're going to find all the bad in everything. Right. right? Yeah. So, so it's important. If you catch yourself often just assuming that the worst is going to happen, uh, and then you ask yourself why it happens, it's probably why. You were already looking for it. Yeah. It takes the yeah. same amount of effort to look for the good. Yeah. Right. And, and like, you know, how often are we like, do we self like, do we fulfill our, like our, our own prophecies about, about the day? Like you said, yeah. right. Like, it's, yeah. it's not a coincidence that that happened. You know, it's right. not a coincidence that the, the guy who, you know, thinks he's going to have a shitty day and then like, you know, gets into some like road rage on the way to work and, you know, it spirals down from there. Like that's not a coincidence. That's like you created that or manifested that in, in your mind. And so that's the only reality that you have, right? Like our brains are only capable of like, of giving us the reality that we create for it. Yeah. Right? You yeah. Know? It's like the, the moment you start focusing on one thing, you will, you will see it a lot more. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like the, you know, if you like, have you heard of that? Like when you like go like, I don't know if you like, buy a new car or something then you start to see that car like absolutely everywhere but before yes. that, you never, you never yes. saw it. yeah 100% your mind is wired like that to see what yeah. you put yeah you know i um i know that there's a uh, a tesla in my near future yeah and 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 see even me just saying something like that it, you know not just to myself but like i've wanted a tesla since they came out might, right yeah. and 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 of course, like now there's a lot more of them everywhere. And you could say, well, Miguel, you see them because they are there. Sure. But I am choosing to take that as a sign mm -hmm. that sooner than later, I'm going to have a Tesla. Right. You know? So, yeah. so 
it it's in my mind it's already it's already a fact it's it's yeah. only a matter of time and it's coming sooner now because i see them all the time all the time so yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. We have a comment here from Lisa. Let's say, I've been with Driven for a year now, and I love how much better I feel having divorced the results and marrying the process. Not what I expected to happen a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, I got, oh, uh, somebody else got in there. Um, we'll, we'll go to that in a second. But um, one of my, one of my uh, friends was like, hey, so you really talk about weight loss a lot. And I was like, yeah. He's like, are you, are you, you're okay with, with being known as the weight loss guy? Like, you're okay with that? And, and I could feel a little bit of that, like, judgment there, perhaps. And I was like, yeah, I'm 100% okay with it. And I'll tell you why. Because what started me down this journey was just the one thing that I was aware of was when I saw myself in the mirror and how unhappy I was. And I thought I was unhappy because of the way my body looked, right? Mm -hmm. So that got me started. In my mind, as oblivious as I was to everything else, one thing I knew for sure, and it was, I need to lose some weight. Yeah. And that got me started. And along the process, I've learned so much more that I don't, I don't do what I do to not be overweight anymore i've learned a lot more it's uh, you know i absolutely enjoy this now but so so yeah i was like so this this comment from lisa is is perfect because she must have come to us as 98 percent of our clients do which is by seeing someone else on facebook or on instagram or wherever we put it and a success story of someone losing weight and we go ooh. I want that, so maybe I'll check it out. And then you begin. And along the way, once you're in, you know, <laughs> I'll be like, hey, free candy, come over here. And then once you're in my house, then I'll be like, all right, how about I make you some eggs with spinach? And then you can have a candy at the end, right? Like, <laughs> So yeah, I'm perfectly okay with that. And thank you for sharing that, Lisa, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Like, uh, no, gonna, no, no, go for it. I was gonna like tag on to um, like what you're talking about. Like, yeah, of course, people need like a way to like relate to to getting healthy. And so, like, if that's losing weight, then of course you don't know what you don't know at the time. Um, right. Similar to like myself when I started working out, like to you when you started like exercising and eating well. Like, yeah, of course you need a, a reason to get into it. Like, it's not just like for no, for no reason, I'm going to just start eating healthy and exercising. Um, there is often like, you need some kind of catalyst to get like involved in, you know, in, in the gym in in an exercise program, same with like patients, like 99% of my patients, um, you know, come in because they have low back or neck pain or headaches or, you know, things like that. Um, but then once you're in, you start to learn about like how your body works and, you know, how preventative care works and, and, and all of that stuff. So yeah, oftentimes there, there is an in, like a way to like relate to people um, because that's, that's how we then start to learn and expand our knowledge. Um, but there's no way like, you know, like yourself, you would have, or maybe Lisa, I'm not, I don't know if I know Lisa, but um, you know, there's no way she, like, if, if you were to say like, Hey, do you want to like, you know, 
feel better and have more energy. I mean, maybe she would, but like, you know, all the stuff that you know about like loving the process, um, that's not easy for people to relate to when you don't even know what the process is or you've never been involved in the process, right? No, so because you're you too deep in pain. Yeah, and you're too- All deep. you're aware of. Yeah, and so when yeah. you don't have that awareness, of course you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to like relate to it or even um, resonate with it. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, amazing for, for Lisa. Yeah, if you're drowning, all you can think of is, is, is kicking. Yeah. Right. Like, like all you can think of is I, I, I need to get out of here, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm always, you know, I noticed this, we're going sideways now, but uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, well, that's, that's how it, uh, sometimes we are. And by we, I mean, some people, <laughs> um, yeah. we are, it, it's almost like we feel that we need to tiptoe around voicing our goals, you know, for fear of potentially seeming vain. You know, somebody will like, maybe, maybe I want abs, but, but I don't feel like, that. but I'm careful not to say it out loud because that seems vain. Who right. cares? Yeah. Like, First yeah. of all, who nobody cares. Everybody, everybody else is too worried about themselves and how they look to others to really <laughs> pay right. attention. But now, if somebody does pay attention and and judges you for it, what is it what, like? What's it to them, right? Like it's important that first and foremost you can own your goal, declare it, so that then you can you can get to work on it, right? Um, I think. Um, this is Denise here again that says energy is like a magnet been there when my thoughts took control of me yucky place to be but they helped me grow and learn I would love a Tesla too there you go, there you go. maybe we're getting one soon both of us um, feel so good and empowering and build self-love and confidence yeah. yeah there's so many layers to this it's it's awesome yeah um, yeah so guys Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been awesome. We rambled on a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. Alfredo, I feel like we did pretty good. Yeah, we did good. Um, our moms agree that this is the best podcast in the universe. So yes. if, 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 and they're very smart ladies. So if you are smart too, um, please uh, drop us a like or something. It's, it, it really helps us because obviously we, we come here, we try. Our objective with this is to, give you some something of value and hopefully you know connect with you answer some of your questions and we want to make this a more uh consistent um practice so uh, so yeah so your likes your comments uh your ratings wherever you're listening to this is is really helpful for us um dr Alfredo, you want to you want to say anything no i'm just gonna say the consistency and frequency that's what we need to you know to keep up with with this too right yeah. Yes, you are right. <laughs> so, yeah, at least we're going to be bringing you one of these per week. Um, we have them on our calendars and we'll make sure that we prioritize them because this is awesome conversations. Agreed. Awesome, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Love your faces and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. -bye.